0: September 28th, as we turn our attention now to the New Testament, our reading today will be in the book of Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 24. We'll see that spirit-filled Christians will manifest Christ's likeness in the home, on the job, and on the battlefield of life. Listen, the bottom line here is if we don't learn to obey at home, we're not likely to be uh, obedient on the job or in the army of the Lord. In the same way, if we have not learned to take orders, we will not be too successful at giving orders, either as parents or as employers. The danger in the home is parents who are authoritarian, but do not exercise loving spiritual authority. The danger on the job is the employee who is a clock watcher and does not obey from the heart, and the boss who forgets that he is second in command and must one day give an account to the Lord. And the danger on the battlefield is that we do not take the enemy seriously and so fail to put on all of the armor. By faith, you put on the armor through prayer, which must be done at the beginning of every day. Hey, do you have your armor on right now? Listen, never underestimate the strategy and strength of the devil. And with that, let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. September 28th, Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 24. Children, obey your parents because you belong to the Lord, for this is the right thing to do. Honor your father and mother. This is the first of the Ten Commandments that ends with a promise, and this is the promise. If you honor your father and mother, you will live a long life full of blessing. And now a word to you fathers. Don't make your children angry by the way you treat them. Rather, bring them up with the discipline and instruction approved by the Lord. Slaves, obey your earthly masters with deep respect and fear. Serve them sincerely, as you would serve Christ. Work hard, but not just to please your masters when they are watching. As slaves of Christ, do the will of God with all your heart. Work with enthusiasm, as though you were working for the Lord, rather than for people. Remember that the Lord will reward each one of us for the good we do, whether we are slaves or free. And in the same way, you masters must treat your slaves right. Don't threaten them. Remember, you both have the same master in heaven, and he has no favorites. A final word be strong with the Lord's mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies and tricks of the devil. For we are not fighting against people made of flesh and blood, but against the evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against those mighty powers of darkness who rule this world, and against wicked spirits in the heavenly realms. Use every piece of God's armor to resist the enemy in the time of evil, so that after the battle you will still be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the sturdy belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news, so that you will be fully prepared. In every battle you will need faith as your shield. TO STOP THE FIERY ARROWS AIMED AT YOU BY SATAN. PUT ON SALVATION AS YOUR HELMET, AND TAKE THE SWORD OF THE SPIRIT, WHICH IS THE WORD OF GOD. PRAY AT ALL TIMES AND ON EVERY OCCASION IN THE POWER OF THE HOLY SPIRIT. STAY ALERT AND BE persistent IN YOUR PRAYERS FOR ALL CHRISTIANS EVERYWHERE. AND PRAY FOR ME, TOO. ASK GOD TO GIVE ME THE RIGHT WORDS, as I boldly explain God's secret plan, that the good news is for the Gentiles too. I am in chains now for preaching this message as God's ambassador, but pray that I will keep on speaking boldly for him as I should. Tychicus, a much-loved brother and faithful helper in the Lord's work, will tell you all about how I am getting along. I am sending him to you for just this purpose. He will let you know how we are, and he will encourage you. May God give you peace, dear brothers and sisters, and love with faith from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. May God's grace be upon all who love our Lord Jesus Christ with an undying love. Hey guys, this is Jared um up in third phase uh I just real quick just want to give a shout out to all my brothers that are getting ready to finish. Travis, Justin, I love you. Justin, I appreciate all
1: that you've done for me. Um, Just... Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, pretty much. Thank you, Brother Christopher.
0: Hey, Phase 1. Josh here. Just uh, saying I love you and can't wait to see you when you phase up. Keep on pushing, guys. Pray until something happens. Can't wait to see you when you phase up here into Phase 2. Just... Uh, we love you and uh, I can't wait to see y'all. Just uh, keep moving on and pressing on. We know that you already know that you're loved up here. What's happening, everyone? This is Mike Wells, Phase Director. To the staff, coordinators, house leaders, and men in Columbus. You guys have taken Columbus and the refuge as a whole to a whole nother level in leadership and care. So thanks for all that you do. Keep up the great work, and it's a privilege to be a part of this team. God bless you guys, and enjoy your day. Psalm 70, verses 1 through 5. You know, David was in a hurry when he wrote this brief psalm because God was not in a hurry. Three times he cried, Make haste. And he ended with, do not delay, like Peter sinking into the water. He didn't have time, you know, for a long prayer. All he could uh, cry was, Lord, save me. Why does God delay answering your prayers? Surely he can see your desperate situation. He promises to give grace to help in time of need. That can be translated grace for well-timed help. Listen, your father's timing is never wrong. When God waits, He may have a better gift for you than what you're asking Him for now. His delays are neither denials nor defeats. So put your times in His hands and wait on the Lord. Psalm 70, verses 1-5 through For the choir director, a psalm of David To bring us to the Lord's remembrance Please God, rescue me. Come quickly, Lord, and help me. May those who try to destroy me be humiliated and put to shame. May those who take delight in my trouble be turned back in disgrace. Let them be horrified by their shame, for they said, Aha, we've got him now. But may all who search for you be filled with joy and gladness. May those who love your salvation repeatedly shout, God is great, but I am poor and needy. Please hurry to my aid, O God. You are my helper and my savior. O Lord, do not delay. Proverbs 24, verse 8. A person who plans evil will get a reputation as a troublemaker.
1: Where's our war crime? We don't even know that we're at war! We don't understand that we're in hostile territory. This isn't a time of peace. It's against the principalities and the powers that are puppeteering the people. And we are in a position to see souls set free. This has been the ancient war cry throughout all the generations of the Hebrew nation. Rock, Ksach, where does it come from? Ksach, this is the Hebrew, the rock-like oomph of the spiritually zealous heart, the game face of a mighty man tenacity of soul, the gritting of the teeth of the spirit-inspired warrior, and the bearing of those teeth to the enemy. Cossack is possessing a resolute and growling resolve for the glory of God, a flush of spiritual fervor, a tensing of all the soldier's muscles. There's a cossack. We don't have that spiritually. We should. We don't. Because we don't know what we're engaged with. Did you know that you have the armory of heaven? That you have everything you need for life and godliness to push the enemy forces back. And so when you hear kasak, your knuckles spiritually should immediately turn white. And you should find yourself critting your spiritual teeth with a belligerence against the enemy. He goes down. There are souls that must be saved. That's just kasak. The Hebrew statement is barak kasak. However, in the Bible, where that came from, it's masak Emots. The other word that goes with it, imats. It's heavenly audacity. It's rushing headlong into the most hazardous and impossible battles without pausing to consider the impossibilities. Who had imats in the Bible? David against Goliath? That's some serious imats. Okay, he's rushing headlong against the Goliath. It's like, David, We might want to think about this a little. No, I'm not weighing the impossibilities. This is for my God. It's a confidence in victory even before the field is taken. It's lambs moving with liquid ferocity straight into the lion's lair. How about the three that overheard him in the cave of the Doula? This is all oh, for a cup of cool water from the well of Bethlehem. Those guys had a motz. He'll run it out right through a garrison of Philistines. To grab a cup of cool water and then bring it back through the garrison. They're being hunted by Philistines the whole time trying not to spill a cup of water. That's the Mere men and women on earth are eaten up by the enemy. However, we're not just mere men and women of this earth. We are redeemed. We are bought with a price. And we've been changed into the body of Christ. A means swift-footed, all-believing, super-conquering, prevailing faith in the Lord of Battles. What happens to the world if Christians once again get kasak and amatz? You know what the apostles had after Pentecost? Something came into them. What was it? You can say it very simply. Kasak and amats. Spirit of God. He came in to win. He came in to turn this world on its head. Moses' last gasp, this is his great speech before the promised land, which he never got to enter into. And he's laying out The ground rules for the kingdom that is about to be established across that Jordan River. Be strong and of good courage. Kasok Amot. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, He it is that does go with thee. He will not fail thee nor forsake thee. And Moses called unto Joshua and said unto him in the sight of all Israel: Kasok Amots! Be strong and of good courage. For thou must go with this people unto the land which the Lord has sworn unto their fathers to give them. And thou shalt cause them to inherit it. Well, what's happening there? The men and women of God are coming to take what was purchased. The promise. You are surrounded by 31 hostile empires. You know, that's what they were headed into. 31 empires. On the other side of that Jordan River. 31. This is where we are at as the church of Jesus Christ. Yet we are there without a war cry. Let's understand that we are out to win for the glory of Jesus Christ. And even if we die, we win. doesn't matter what happens to our bodies. We obey, God wins. Now suddenly we're crossing. Joshua is the same name for Jesus in the New Testament, by the way. show sure. up. This is the Savior, the man of salvation, who has come in to bring us into the inheritance. Be strong and of good courage. For unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swore unto their fathers to give them. Have I not commanded thee? Be strong and of good courage. Rock the sock. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Rock, Israel. Rock, Kasach, men and women of God Almighty. All the powers of earth and hell that come against your soul, and all the powers of earth and hell that are puppeteering the lost masses, you hit them square in the teeth, and you show love to this world. To anyone who would spit in your face, you serve them, and you love them in return, and say, Father, forgive them, they know not what they do.